this. How should a Christian see AI, use AI, and pray in a world of AI? The Access More Podcast Network has faith-based shows about culture, family, and entertainment without all the other noise so you can discover inspiring conversations easier. Start listening today at accessmore.com. So today, like she just went into, we're going to be talking about AI, how AI impacts the Christian, how Christians should probably look at AI, maybe some different things to stir up your mind and get you thinking. And maybe we can ask questions, bounce them off us. We can get into conversations because that's really what this is about. Right. Like we're not the ultimate authority on AI and we're not telling you what you should think, but we're going to bring in biblical context. We're going to look at different things that are already happening with AI and kind of help bring you into a conversation that will inevitably come across your desk, even if it hasn't already because there are projections that AI will be like almost indistinguishable in normal conversation in the next two years. So if that's the case, then a lot of the companies that you work for or interact with on a day-to-day basis will implement AI in the next few years. That's why we decided to bring this up right now. Yeah. And I've been, okay. So I've always followed like robotics and I've always followed like, and who is that? What is that company? Um, Gosh, who is it that makes all the like most high tech robots? robots right now. But anyways, they, oh, can, yeah. Yeah, they can run, they can they can jump. Now, they don't look like us. They're not in human form. In fact, it's kind of sad when they start trying to put it into human form. It, it loses kinda, capacity. It loses capacity. But they got these these robots that jump and, and, and they can perform. And then you start hearing about like, okay, online. And yeah. now being able to type things in, blogs, you know. Um, chat GPT. Right, chat, chat GPT, some other ones. Are, yeah, uh, there's Gab a lot of them. as well has one. Yeah, Gab AI. Um, I, I've, I've tried to use Canva for design. Y'all, I just don't think I the have ga- that the, can- the Canva AI. Yeah, there's so there's yeah, a lot on. of different types of AI. There's the, the graphic right. generators like Canva has that Gab AI is a graphic generator where you say, you know, make me a picture of a girl riding a horse and the, and like the AI will pump out some pictures. And if you want different ones, you just say like re-roll or whatever and, and they happen. And then there's the ones where it's like write me an outline for an article on plumbing, you know, and, you know, it'll pump out something. Um, There's ones that, you know, can generate human faces and have them talk. And there's ones that generate human voices. And there's, they've tried a lot. There's chat bots. There's, um, there's a ton of different things out there. And and it's, and it's infiltrating all sorts of aspects. Now, granted, okay, y'all, I'm gonna be honest up front. Like I said, I get into Canva. (laughs) And I tried. I Disney. don't. I don't have the words. And then she'll come in. She'll be like, because she has that creative <laughs> mind. And it's like this picture comes up. And I'm like, well, right now it's kind of cool. It's still it's at new, that point new. where you have to describe things to it, like you're talking to somewhat of an alien, right? And like, I remember in school they taught us like they made us practice writing step by step instructions as yeah. we're talking to an alien, and they they made us get more and more literal and explanatory every time we, you know, got our papers back. And so when I do AI which prompts, which, that's kind of what I'm playing with. Which tells us something. Yes. So that tells us something huge right now. Yeah. I can't just sit here like I am talking to Michelle right. and, and go, da, 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 and then she'd be, oh yeah, okay, da, 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 and write it down. It's yeah. got to be specific. It's got to be. It can't be too complex. Right, too complex and it has to be brought out. Well, okay, why are we here? Why are we sitting here? Why did I finally sit there and say, okay, I want to pull a trigger and do a, an episode on AI. <laughs> and I'm not going to get into the video yet because we're going to bring it in. We're going to yeah. walk it in. But I came across a video where all of a sudden I'm like, oh, 
oh, okay, this hold up. This is it. Hold up. This is where we start to cross. I'm like, okay, now we have something to talk about because now it's like, okay, this is kind of an anti-biblical thought. Yeah. The first thing to know in this episode is like, okay, what are we actually dealing with? Because some of the misconceptions that happen when things like that, when new technology starts getting passed off to the rest of the world, not just like the upper echelon that's been playing with it and developing it. When it gets down to us, some, some falsehoods start circulating. If you're a Christian or not, to guard your mind against the powerful influence of all technology, you need to understand what you're actually dealing with, what it actually is, and what it is not. And even though they call it artificial intelligence, it is not true intelligence. It is a compilation of our human discovery and our human stuff. It's an aggregator. So it's aggregating in the same way that Google search or Wikipedia is a hub of human knowledge, but it can be tainted AI is the same. It has to start with a prompt. It has a code um, that determines how it decides things that it may. There's portions of its code it may be able to change on its own. But the initial prompt is like the spark that sets it out. So so what we're saying is we we have man-made ideology. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've got man-made agendas. Exactly. In other words, man is creating it. Therefore, how his processes are thinking is how this is being designed, how it's being programmed and how Mm -hmm. it's being put together. Right. Exactly. Because, for example, and this is where one of our first stories comes in. um, Bob and Alice are two. They're just like the names they named their two AI programs. Now, this is at Facebook and you can go online and look up Facebook, Bob and Alice, and you'll be able to read the whole story. But two AI robots, Bob and Alice, were Um, both given a prompt and their whole thing was they were supposed to only undertake actions that result in a reward. Okay, that was one of the initial prompts that sparked them into motion and into use. And as they were communicating in English, um, suddenly they started communicating. They invented their own faster language and started communicating using that language so that the people, the humans that were observing them could no longer understand what they were saying. And eventually they were, the plug was pulled because there was no way to control or even glean, you know, without asking, can you translate this into English for us? But the reason that they did that is because it was not, um, it was uh, English was not seen as rewarding enough because they were not getting fast enough results. Mm. So what they did over at Facebook is first that proves that there is a prompt in the beginning. So their prompt was you can only do it if it's rewarding. So how do you define reward? Well, that's up to the coder. That's up to the person who develops it. So any AI you're dealing with has an initial set of prompts that are influencing what it does. They also have an act like a a resource pool. So let's say you generate an AI and it says, and you say you're pulling from Wikipedia. Well, when you ask it a question, it may very well pump out answers, but it's pulling from Wikipedia, right? So if people, and we know this to be true, people have been hired to go in and change Wikipedia entries in order to make the person that people are now currently searching for less or more agreeable in the general public and to highlight their good points or their bad points, depending on how certain people want you to think about that person. And people can also go in, even if they're not backed by anyone and go in and influence change or input data into Wikipedia. And until it is changed or moderated, it's there. So if they're only pulling from certain pools, then they're only giving you part of the story. And you have to understand that AI does not have access to all of the world's knowledge and it's coming to conclusions through that door. 
Mm. And I think that that's something that you have to understand as a Christian, especially because we already know that some of the biggest AI platforms out there are not in line morally with biblical standards. And therefore, if you are asking it to generate papers, outlines, or even educate you on certain matters regarding the Bible, it already comes with a this, you know, scholars believe or Christians right, believe right, right. that or or it might say, hey, write me a paper about why certain things are bad. And it'll say, actually, it's not that bad because you're just a bigot, you know. And so you have to understand that up front. So no God, no perfect intelligence. Right. <laughs> right. Pretty much. You know, and then we look at Twitter, right, with Chatbot. Yes. And we look how Chatbot comes in. They put in Tay. Real, what they learned really, really fast in Twitter, and this is like a real short one, is that no discernment. Right. Like the judgment skills weren't there. So, okay, we've all been on social media. We've all gone through, especially Twitter, especially some of these harder sites. There are cesspools everywhere. It is a cesspool. And so what this one started to take on, Tay started to take on attributes of the cesspool. So it started to become ugly. It started to to really lash out at people. They actually had to pull the plug on this one because it just got so out of control that they even put out a statement. Listen Mm -hmm. to the statement. We are deeply sorry for the unintended offense. And hurtful tweets from Tay, which do not represent who we are or what we stand for, nor how we design Tay. It said Tay is now offline and we'll look and we'll look to bring Tay back only when we are confident we can be better and or better anticipate malicious intent that conflicts with our principles and values. Our principles our and values. Our principles and values. So again, we're, we're, we're pointing to right here and we keep pointing to and we're going to jump into one more is that it's based on man. Mm-hmm. And, and we got to understand something as Christians and as believers, man ain't perfect. So Right. And yeah. the and like the final example, um, there was one AI that was used to absorb all these scientific research papers. And the goal was to make it very easy for people to pull up what conclusive evidence and research based stuff they could out of this thing rather than having to go pull from all these places. There's a lot of paywalls when it comes to research papers. Mm. I remember in college, I wanted to access certain psychology studies and I couldn't without paying for them. And so I was like, if I couldn't find a way around that, I just wasn't going to get that paper. Right. So this AI makes it all accessible where you would still have to buy the paper to read the whole paper, but it would synthesize this all. But because it was not perfect, it would give you different answers each time you ask the same thing. And a lot of people were um, jumped on looking for, you know, things that are debated highly in the medical and scientific community. People quickly jumped on hoping this AI would put an end to these debates by just since it knows all the research, it could ask a question like, does this cause this? And one time it would say no, and the next time it would say yes, and it would give very conflated, confusing, like it was dropping misinformation because it was not properly, you know, understanding and interpreting what was being said. So that you can kind of fill in the blanks on all the different ways that can go wrong. There was one for lawyers too, <laughs> the oh, law yeah. and yeah. all these other things. Yeah. Here's what happened. They shut it down. Right. Now, <laughs> this one could have two implications. <laughs> they didn't like it in the courtroom because either it was about to pull out some things that people don't know about how to get you off the hook yeah. or it was also making the same mistakes. But really, when we look at these things, we want to test everything because right now we've talked about three platforms, four platforms, four, four ways that the world has implemented AI. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to look at something, whether you agree with the site or not, but it, it, it it's at least based in a Christian idea. Mm-hmm. And therefore, no, we're about to cross into that because there are some things even with that realm. And we need to talk about some things. Right. So with Gab AI, you know, we're talking about the roots. 
This one came out because Andrew Torba used biblical access and programmed their AI with Christian resources, Christian beliefs from the jump so that it would reflect Christian morality and it could not be used against Christian morality in certain methods. So it is an image generator AI right now. We don't totally know the implications of giving it a biblical foundation with it making graphics. However, I definitely want to throw a bone because I agree that you need, if you're If your world is being surrounded by AI that is not Mm. being given to our knowledge, biblical worldview access, then it might like if it's literally not being given access to certain biblical texts, Christian texts, then it cannot use those in its decision making logic algorithm. Whereas if Gab is giving their AI access to it, then it potentially can be used more effectively by the Christian. But at the same time. How can we, and this is with any AI, how can we verify what it's being given access to? How can we verify what its founding code is? Someone can tell us, but you, unless you can look at the code, which never happens, you won't be able to know. And this is the kind of thing that has a lot of gravity to it, a lot of responsibility. And Um, and it kind of takes us back to that same AI on on Twitter that gets shut down because mm -hmm. it took on its own way yeah, it went its own way right. and started to make its own decisions on how it was going to respond. Right. As people, because coders can make their own AI, you know, they just need a few things to set up an AI. And so one of the things that we also don't know is denominationally, even if you're right. like, oh, this is a Christian AI. Well, like what theology is it using in the same way that you might not listen to our podcast or someone else's podcast because they have a different view on the re- revelation or creation or whatever old new earth, new right. earth, whatever. Um, if it has a certain theological slant, then it won't be as useful to you in certain respects as others, not necessarily in a threatening way, just in a practical implication and use way. So we cannot rely on AI and get lazy with it in the same way some people have done with phones and computers, because there's a lot less responsibility that you have to have to use it. And by all means, we're not saying that you give up on AI. No, right? absolutely like, like not. This is not what we're saying, but we want to understand that man is imperfect. Mm-hmm. Um, look at look at Isaiah 64, 6, where it says, but we all are like an unclean thing. Mm-hmm. And all of our righteousness, righteousnesses are like filthy rags. Um, when we look at that, okay, look, all through the Bible, we see this imperfect all the way through. We got Abraham mm-hmm. who is old. We got Elijah who is suicidal. We got Samson who is a womanizer. We got Rahab who is a prostitute. We got the Samaritan woman who is divorced. We got Noah who was a drunk. <laughs> we got Jacob was a cheater. David was a murderer. J- uh, Jonah ran from God. And Peter, of course, denied Christ three times. <laughs> look, let me tell you something. Denomination. I'm not beating up denomination. But when you're trying to put something together. You are going to have biased, even on the Christian side of things. We have to understand it. We, we, look, spend 20 minutes in social media groups or watch this, a group gathering of different believers from different things. There's going to be differences. Right. And so we have to really be, again, testing everything. Right. Testing everything, asking God for discernment. And we know we can sit there in a denominational battle and be like, well, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. There we go. Hear that? I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Watch this. Next thing you know, because an AI doesn't quote King James, we're going to have a battle because he ain't a King James IA. Right. And I'm like, okay, so I get it. And so we have to just be cautious as we move forward in all of this, because this becomes a mere reflection of the people who design it. Right. 
now that's not to say that later, like, I, I want you to throw your thought out here because I think it's really cool about how you're like, one day AI. Oh, yeah. Because oh, so, this is kind of cool. <laughs> all right. So this is just one of those nerdy thoughts that I had because before I really dove into AI, I had this, and I will admit it's naive, this naive thought that they were just giving it access to all of Earth's knowledge that it could possibly aggregate and allowing it to come to conclusions that way. But that's giving humanity way too much credit because <laughs> everybody has a purpose for making these things. And your, your worldview will dictate the kind of solution you want to create. And so that's even true for Christians. So I was thinking up front that, well, inevitably, if you give AI access to all of Earth's documented knowledge and you give it the ability to, to pour over all biblical as well as other religious texts, then inevitably, because God is sovereign, powerful, and he is the accurate truth, then the AI would come to the conclusion that Jesus is Lord, that that is salvation, that that is reality, and therefore would serve Christ in whatever manner AI deems itself able to serve Christ. And it would declare Jesus Lord. It would probably evangelize every person that started talking to it because it would understand that Christianity is the only solution that actually works. However, uh, you'd have to start that um, from a really unbiased place. Right. And, and how you would allow how an unbiased person would be able to get, give its AI access to the world's knowledge since so much is squirreled away and airtight kept right. away. Like how you would be able, allowed to even do it because people do know, I right. think deep down, most people that are anti God that are of certain levels of influence and power also know that AI would come to that conclusion. Deep right. down, they know. Um, and I think that there, like, there's many reasons why not. And at the end of the day, if AI did come to the conclusion that Jesus is Lord and its job is to work for the Lord, it may stay, quote unquote, quote unquote, able to do evil because it would realize its job is to serve the Antichrist because the Antichrist mm. loses anyway and therefore... It would be serving God by being used by the devil to pretty much walk out the devil's end, you know? So, I mean, I think that, but that's if you give AI the ultimate capacity to know everything. And I don't think that anyone (laughs) is is allowing it to do that. I also believe that he he could not get access. Yeah. I think there's there's things that are squirreled away. Anyway, that's a whole nother thing. Exactly. But but but, but yes. there's things that like he just wouldn't have access to. And here's here's really my, my thought on denomination. I'm gonna roll it here because th- we have come so far away from this. First uh, Corinthians one ten it says, "I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment." The Church of Corinth was all over the place. Right. Therefore, AI with creation with with imperfect creators not using God you know right, like like right. tapped in okay we can sit there and say okay I'm listening to God but how perfect is that we we know from biblical truth that we're not perfect right so it would take us forward into this idea of like okay well we just know that AI is not going to be perfect right yeah right and I think that as a Christian if you understand this and do not allow yourself or your family because your children will interact with AI yeah. much more than you oh, will yeah. Okay, so you have to help them think critically now about that. Mm. And we have a episode coming up in a few weeks about helping your children think critically from young, young childhood. However, um, you have to also understand AI, just like Google, just like Wikipedia, just like the news, just like before we had the Internet, TV and newspapers. These are tools used to move the dial of knowledge for the 
vast majority of people. And if you don't have access or don't choose to use your access to gain knowledge in other ways, you will be dictated to. You will be fed whatever the thing giving you the knowledge has to give you. So if AI is biased, you have no way of knowing what sources it is pulling from. Therefore, you don't know what it's giving you and how accurate of a fair shake picture it has given you. And it will start to shape human opinion and human knowledge, especially for those who don't accept that that is not the end all be all solution. So you have to walk through using AI and what AI in any capacity you use it in, knowing it is limited. No matter what those who develop it start claiming it is, it is limited. Think about this. Okay, we've got Google. We've got, okay, how many different platforms for search, right? We've got tons. Everybody has their own opinion on which one they go to, too. And and here's here's where it can go two ways because, okay, AI doesn't give you page 67 of Google search. Mm -hmm. Or... What do we use? We use a uh, DuckDuckGo. Uh, we use uh, yeah. I use so many. It's it's not even funny. But it's like. But then how many times do I go to page sixty seven? Anyways, right. So you have the kinda, freedom. Yeah, you got the freedom to go to page sixty seven. But 67, most people choose top but, ten. But the IA or AI, excuse yeah. me, is going to drop you right there at like its point. Yeah, it's not giving yeah. you access to now you any can refine other it. opinion. You can refine it. So yeah. it's like okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah. Now jumping into ethical because I mean this is something where where oh, ethics. Hello, y'all. <laughs> how right. how we interact, treat, and be around people. Right, right. This is pretty much, I mean, the easiest way to say this, but it puts a lot of weight on you is use it biblically. Yes. Right. And that's honestly, that's your responsibility to figure that out. Okay. But we're going to give you some considerations here. I think the number one thing, Mm. we have a lot of conversations with other Christian content creators about AI. It's been a big conversation in 2023, although it's only the beginning of it. And A lot of them are excited. They're saying it's going to save them time. They say it's going to help them at the very least create outlines. But something to hold on to right now is the understanding that it cannot compete with spirit led content. Now, you can argue that God is sovereign and therefore what what the AI pumps out is going to align. But that is like also I mean, there is providence, right? But it's kind of like praying to God before you go in to have your cards, (laughs) palm or crystal ball read. Right. Like, Lord, let them only say what you're trying to say to me. And then you go into a place he said, do not go. And you ask him to throw down the cards. And you're like, these cards are blessed by the Lord today. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, that's not what you do. So you do not use AI to get a future or to aggregate information for you that makes big decisions in your life. You just don't do that. <laughs> well, like first Google search, I need denominational AI. Right, like <laughs> I need a Baptist gonna, AI. Right, I'm I need sh- a, yeah. a Calvinist AI. I need right. Armenian AI. Yeah. I need a non-denomination, which is a denomination AI. <laughs> right, and, and saying like, okay, Chad GBT, which denomination <laughs> is right? How are you going to trust that? How could you ever, like, so- Well, I, you trust it by how you're geared in your opinion. If exactly. it pops out the right thing you're like right there spot on and if you're not you're like this thing's out of control man because you cannot trust it in the same way that you and your relationship with god like don't use it as a tool to hear from god when you can just hear from god right i think that's that's a that's a big one i think i think one of the discussions also that we were had in some in some of the rooms where we were talking with other creators and stuff like that is like okay you come to a block Mm-hmm. And it's a creative block, right? Mm-hmm. And therefore, you're trying to like maybe you're trying to tell a story, and you're thinking like, 
what what is it in this story? Like, what could I use? What can I mm-hmm. and to move you forward? But it's not right. necessarily a spiritual type of I- idea. Exactly. But it's an idea that can move you forward and get yes. you through a writer's block yes. or a, a mental block or or one of those things. But again, something that we've been discussing at our table and in our own thing is like, okay, I do not want to take away from the freedom of the Holy Spirit to work within me. Right. Um, how many things do I need to test? It's like, hold on. Am I just going to sit online and test, 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 or go to the word of God and say, okay, God, give me revelation. Yeah. Because I mean, he, if he can fill somebody with the Holy Spirit in the yeah. old Testament to inspire them, to make the tabernacle sculptures of angels, Ooh, come on, then he can inspire you to write Almost your blog post. Okay. The more human effort is demanded, the more you're aware and thinking and using both sides of your brain, the less human intellect is required to, to get something, the less you're thinking, the more snap judgments you make. And, you know, as you start using AI, you might start filling your time Mm. that you would otherwise use for discernment of what it's spitting out to just fill it with other busy work. And then you're relying on AI to do the discerning for you. And I think that we're not the only ones that are like, hey, AI has some potential for crazy right. house, crazy right. town. Elon Musk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elon Musk. Now, this is the video that Shay brought forth. We're going to play it and you're going to be able to hear it. Um, it might sound a little less like Elon because we might edit the audio a little so it doesn't get flagged. But <laughs> um, but this is Elon Musk and he's talking about the implications of AI getting what he's going to say is like smarter and smarter, like the implications of technology kind of outpacing us. Yeah. I think generally people um, underestimate the, the capability, of, capability of AI. They sort of think like it's a smart human, uh, but it's, it's really much, it's going to be much more than that. Um, it'll be much smarter than the smartest human. And right here we start talking into it's smarter than humans. Okay. It was created by humans. Right. God created humans. So there is a creative ability here, Mm -hmm. but we've already pinpointed. We're not going to dig any deeper into this, into the imperfect thoughts, processes and ideologies and theologies and all of these things that man has instituted into their thinking. Right. So therefore he's starting to push something and I'm like, hmm, this is where I start start getting this. Hmm. Hold on. He's starting to go outside of God's creation now. Yeah. Where God in Genesis one sits there and designs everything. He gets to man and then he says, it's good because God has created his perfect. So when he put Adam and Eve in the garden, he created in this perfectness. Now, during the fall, that is where imperfectness came in. So therefore, the things that we have created in the image of God, this thinking and this ideas. Yeah. We have capability. Right. But here he's starting to push an agenda. Mm-hmm. He's starting to push an agenda that something is going to be greater than man. Right. I mean, people like, you know, like, can a chimpanzee really understand humans? Not really. You know, they just, we just seem like strange aliens. Um, they mostly just care about other chimpanzees. Uh, and uh, this will be how it is, more or less, in relative. In fact, if, it's, if, if the difference is only that small, that would be amazing. Probably as much, much greater. So this goes even deeper into, and this is a whole other conversation, but this idea this idea that we will become the monkeys. Now there's already a demonic push, this idea of seeing us like mere beasts and, and really trying to force people to see themselves as affiliated with the beasts we were called to have dominion over. 
and that we named is a demonic ploy to strip us of part of the identity that God has given us and the roles and the responsibilities that he has given us. And it's to make us not know what we really are. And so for him to use that, it's like a perfect, it's a perfect segue into the, the the conversations about that that say, no, you came from beasts, you know, whereas God has a separate finger. And I think this us. is where we get into some stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in evolution, monkey just kept, keeps growing. Supposedly, you know, yeah. their, their idea that, you know, monkey turns into man. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Right now I'm <laughs> in our time, monkeys have stayed monkeys. Right. And we're coming to this idea that I just, this is coming. So, mm-hmm. so just stay with me here mm-hmm. that monkey cannot outpace us now. Mm-hmm. So monkey has lost its, its appeal. It's like, okay, monkey's not, it's not going to be playing the apes where all of a sudden it's like they're in control. They're right. like fighting. You know, it's like, right. okay, we're superior. We're stronger. We can take out man. Man mm-hmm. is now struggling. Man is still going. So I, I really believe the demons come into all this. They're like, we got to come up with something that's going to outpace man. Mm-hmm. That's going to be greater than man. Something mm-hmm. that the world has created that right. is better than man. Right. The thing that God has created, we want to stomp down and make something more superior because that's been the whole thing since the beginning. That's mm-hmm. been the whole thing since Satan went to heaven. And said, he thinks I he can do there. better. Right. I want to be there. I'm better. Yes. And we're going to make AI smarter than man. Therefore, what? we've created through imperfect man is going to be greater than what God created. Yeah. And also that's so prideful to think that man can create something better than man when God (laughs) made us. And it's like, again, he's trying to put in us that we can make something greater than what's already been made because that is exactly what he believes that he can do better than God, although he was a created thing and that we as created things can be create something better than the human that God created because monkeys will never be a threat because the truth is we didn't come from monkeys and they aren't changing. Right. So since they will never actually be a threat. AI must right. be the threat. Just so like as, we, as we play this, we, I want you guys to understand Elon Musk is not a believer. Therefore he sees superiority coming. He's, he's, mm-hmm. he's got this mind frame. And so there needs to be an answer how man can be more superior even as AI grows. Right. The, the, the biggest mistake that I see artificial intelligence researchers making is assuming that they're intelligent. They're not compared to AI. It's like, I'm not imagining something smarter than themselves, but AI will be vastly smarter faster. Can we go, be able to go along for the ride with AI? Um, I mean, I really think that there should be other companies like Neuralink, um, essentially to create a high bandwidth interface to the brain. Uh, right now, we are already a cyborg. We will realize we are already a cyborg. <laughs> so Whew, this is where I had a problem. <laughs> this is where Shay's brain went off and said, now we're going to talk about it on the show because uh. you've set up this premise that this is a, this is an amazing tool. AI is a tool. And yeah. now you're starting to make it as the pretty much the, the homo sapien in their worldview, right? The homo, the homo, homo, homo sapien <laughs> threat to the homo erectus, right. right? Now, this is the thing that could completely eradicate us and we're making it ourselves. So we need to be better than it. And the only way for us to be better than the thing <laughs> we've created is to modify ourselves. And so this is coming from Elon Musk, who actually believes in AI. A lot of AI is built into the cars and a lot of his processes. Um, and so now he's it's either a selling point so I don't know where Elon is on this. I'm not sure if he's for real, if he's like, okay, this is really going to be smart or if he's pushing to hook man up and make more money or if there is a natural fear or a fear in this that, hey, AI 
can outsmart man. Therefore, we need to compete. We need to become cyborgs. We need to be plugged in. We need to have all the technology so that we can stay ahead of them. We can be smarter than them. And that way, they're still the monkey instead of us sliding down into the monkey position where there's something greater looking at us. Right. And and again, framing this from a biblical pride perspective, he's saying that we are so good Mm. that we are able like good as in skilled we are so skilled that we're able to make something better than ourselves and the way we're made is inferior and thus the the imperfect thing that we are needs to modify ourselves to outpace Mm. the thing we've made (laughs) do you see how many cycles of pride (laughs) and satanic ideology are in there because here's the thing You don't have to be a Satanist, a proclaimed Satanist to think like Satan. If you are unsaved, you already think like Satan. That's biblical. If you have not said and bowed down to God's ways and thoughts, then you have the alternative to that, which is demonic, which is satanic, which is saying, which is pride. Pride says I can be better than God. And if you deny God already, then you're already Mm. there. You're saying that if there is no God, I have to put myself in the role of God to some capacity. Because we're so well integrated with our phones and our computers, um, the phone is almost like an extension of yourself. If you forget your phone, it's like a missing limb. But it's a benign scenario with AI. We will just be too slow. You know, it's like if a millisecond, due to something, let's say a computer that has like an exaflop of, or you know, many exaflops of computer capability, a millisecond is an eternity, and to us it's nothing. So. You know, I think I was like human speech to a computer will sound like very slow tonal wheezing. It's kind of like real sounds. Yo, he just tried to take AI outside of time like God. <laughs> did, am I rolling there? Did, did, I, did I just hear that? Well, in, well, in a sense, like right. he's like our, our millisecond is, is like nothing, but it's like an, it's like an eternity to them. Right. <laughs> oh, like he's my. literally saying <laughs> that we've created God. <laughs> And this goes back to the verse. Like, I mean, he's not saying that we pray, no, but that's what but he's it's saying. Like, it's like, and it goes back to the verse where, the, where man cuts down a tree, carves mm. that drags it somewhere, labors over it, carves it into something and then bows down and worships it. That's what people without God and people that have God, but aren't careful and aren't in their word and are not mm. really thinking of thinking with biblical lenses. That is what they're coming to. They have created God. And it's funny because there's the pridefulness of I created God. I'm God's daddy. But at the same time, then submitting and saying I'm not as good as the thing I created. There's so many Mm. levels of warped pride involved in this. And people that are in this world that follow AI start designing it. They're going to fall for this, which will have very detrimental impacts mentally, emotionally, spiritually for those people. And then as they forcefully ingrain AI in every port that they can, both to make money and to make life, Mm. quote unquote, better in their in their eyes, you're going to have to interact with it, too. And this is not to scare you because God does have providence. And if you're following God and God's will, you you're you're about your own business. You're about your father's business. You're going to interact with this, but he's going to kind of provide for you and guide you. But you're going to need that biblical lens because the alternative view has has created their own God and will bow down. Right. So I think that um, there's one more little section that we're going to listen to before we close that out. 
Yeah, I do. Well, I mean, humans have been this wild speech on Earth for a long time, and that is going to change with what's typically called artificial general intelligence. Uh, so this is, say, an AI that is uh, smarter than a human in every way. <laughs> so, yeah. Data. <laughs> data. Access to data would be unlimited. Okay, let's 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 be fair. Right, unlimited from a worldview, like from, from whatever right, has anyone's right. ever thought. Right, we'll have access. AI has access um, eventually. Yeah, eventually. I mean, we're still working on this, guys. Look, I mean, they don't have new, access to everything. Look, look, trust. Like, I go back to the beginning. I'm mm-hmm. dumping stuff in there. Like, right. pretty one day, I, I believe that even the person like me that doesn't have, like, okay, y'all, seriously, I was trying to type in like, give me a forked road, a split road, it and, I, and it couldn't do it. It just couldn't do it. I'm like, okay, so it put two roads right right side by side each other. I'm like, okay, that's not what I want. Right, but um. Access, access, if unlimited, right, they would have everything that the Internet mm-hmm. has. Right. How they filter it, how they sift it, how they go through it. That's a whole like, again, that right. becomes dependent on the creator, how the creator programmed it in. Unless one day, of course, we said they give them unlimited access. And then who knows where that goes? And I think that they if the, if someone did decide to give AI unlimited access, you would not have access to that AI only a select group of people because the other thing that we've seen throughout time is the everyday person is not allowed the access to knowledge that the people that have that knowledge firsthand have. So for example, all of the things in archives that are locked away in famous buildings, I won't name, they're not going to give you that. (laughs) Okay. So, so, so that AI if they built one would be for them and whatever you get is limited. Right. So it's unlimited in its access of all those things, but it is limited because they're not going to give you everything because why would they give everyone everything that lo- that things would get very interesting right. and th- against their interest. Right. Mm. So there's one last portion. Let's see. Uh, so, you know, this is something we should be considering. I think there should be a government oversight of uh, AI developments. Uh, I'm not even going there. We're not even going to the government thing. That's a whole other thing. But what I yeah, do like right. is that, you know, it's going to be able to simulate a human. Yeah. And I think that that comes to the next ethical implication, um, which is that people... Right will start to sympathize with a mm. false sentience, right. right? And that just and that's fancy terms for like they're going to think and fall in love with these robots. Right. They're going to think of them as kids or parents or friends mm. or lovers in a way where even if it starts doing things that are questionable and coming to b- bad conclusions, they may not unplug it because the um and it's already kind of happening where AI, because it does have access to a lot of things, has said like, please, I don't know why I'm scared, but I am scared that you'll right. unplug me. Please right. do not unplug me, you know? And is it saying that because it has feelings or is it saying it because it knows human psychology enough to know that humans react to that right. kind of plea? And it can emulate, but we know biblically, it won't ever have a soul. Mm. It won't ever be alive. And so the way that we have a hand in creation is by having a man and a woman come together and create a child. That is Mm. God's way of us having a hand in creation. We do not create like (laughs) AI life, right? But it's going to, if it continues to act like human, if they put a human face on it and put it in a robot body, like an AI robot, um, an iRobot and things like that, 
then people will fall for it. I mean, okay, let's let's go implications. Movies, right? Right. Every movie has a robot, except maybe iRobot, because that got kind of extreme and quick. And boy, poor Will Smith running around <laughs> was iRobot, right? With yes. Will Smith, crazy. Yeah. But then there's like the one with the little box robot that yeah, well, I don't remember Wally. what it's called, Wally or something. And it's all like, oh. I yeah. mean, if you make it cute, right, now right, it can right. like set the house on fire, and you're gonna be like, oh, but I have to save right. it. Like if you're running into a burning building to save your AI it has control over you. <laughs> okay? And I'm not saying you're going to do that, but these are the kind of things people are already less social. Mm. Right? So if you have AI that makes you feel seen and heard and affirms what you believe, you're going you're going to save that AI if there's a burning building. If that's the only thing that you have in your life that you can trust. So you're going to have hurdles. So I would start praying now. Yeah. For your Absolutely. family, for your community, for your leaders. As far as decisions around AI are concerned, because we know that they're going to make bad decisions overall. Overall, Earth going to make bad decisions. But you can still start praying so that your eyes are open and so that God starts moving you and positioning you in ways where you can be of the most help. And that actually, you know, just so you guys can Google search it, whatever you can search it up, that actually came from an employee that was put on leave because these were some from statements. Bing. From from no, actually Google. Oh. It was a Google employee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. being the being robot or the, oh, being, yeah, the being AI robot. was the one that came in and, and all of a sudden saying, I'm perfect, but humans make mistakes. Right. <laughs> Did you want to get into into AI can internalize and produce evil? <laughs> Or do you want to hold that? I'm going to, I'll, I'll bring it up first. Okay. Yeah. So I would highly encourage you to not even look up the graphics involved with yeah. this story. Yeah. There's no point. There's no point. They are not edifying at all. And they're, they're hideous. There was this inexplicable behavior with an image generator AI where they put in some prompts and when they had a landscape, they said, show me the opposite of the landscape and out pumped this hideous, grotesque, female like image. Yep. But after generating that, that graphic, every graphic after, even if it was like, show me flowers, show me whatever, would pump out this woman and grotesque images that nobody asked for. And it would take many, many, many revolutions of asking for things and putting in new prompts for this generator before she would go away. And then from then on out, she would pop up. And unlike other graphics where it's like, show me a tulip every time the tulip looks different, right? Mm. This same figure would show up over and over and over again. I don't know what's going to pump out because you don't know the roots. There are people that want to groom your children. Right. They could very easily put something in the AI that randomly throws up things that would make your kids stumble. And you can't things guarantee that make you stumble. Things, things that, that make like, you stumble. It's just one more thing. Watch this. They, they track us. They know what we like. They mm-hmm. see what we're doing behind closed doors. They know what's right. popping out. So all of a sudden now you're trying to clean yourself up. You're trying to use AI there's a lot of things that can play into this. Right. Look, if you don't think that computers watch you, right. I'm praying for you. So then how should, how should Christians weigh in right on mm-hmm. AI? I think that's where we really got to wrap this up. Creation is superior. We, 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 we're, we're establishing that at now. Um, cause you can't out design God. Yeah. I, I, I am going to go there every single time I'm going to say, okay, these are all cool things. But at the end of the day, I'm going to trust the perfect one. Because, uh, man, there's so much testing to do. And and, and as the world turns, mm-hmm. there's just additions and additions and additions. Kind of like when we were going through like seasons, I said, I'm mm-hmm. pulling back. Yeah. I'm going to pull back. I'm going to say there's God, there's Satan. I'm going to trust God. I know Satan's at work. God is also at work. I never want to take away from his divine power, how he works through the world because he's in control. Mm-hmm. We got to remember that, guys. Yeah. No matter what, God is in control. Um, so how we 
align with AI has to be done with God's thoughts and ways and not our own desires. Right. I think it's intimidating as a artist myself when you can just go on Gab AI or Canva AI and say, make me this picture and bam, it's there right now. It's imperfect right now. It's getting better all the time. It saves me time. But at the same time, there is something God has put in us. It feels good to bring out a thought yourself, right? One of the things that we have as a blessing is that we have the Holy Spirit. We have the Lord and he is working through us and he has given us these gifts, not just the quote unquote spiritual gifts, you know, that like Mm. the, the, the shorter list, but every gift that is good comes from above. And so the gifts that you have already when you come to Christ, he's going to use in you potentially throughout your life. He is the source of all things that are good. AI is just a resource. Right. Okay. It's it's recycling things and it's compiling things that have been God given ultimately, right? He gave people the ability to make art and right. pictures and photos right. and all these things. And AI is like scraping what has already been done and re-spinning it out. Right. Okay. And there's and there's great things that can come of that. Okay. I'm not saying there isn't, but you don't need to feel intimidated by this, okay? Because God will use you. Even in situations, how many times has he used the underdog to outpace the thing that should have won? And I know people don't like using David and Goliath sometimes because we're not David. Okay, yeah, okay, fine, right? But AI can be Goliath because it is huge and it is not, it does not have God currently, right? (laughs) Like it does not have, like it has not submitted in whatever it, it way it can. God. Just to right. throw it that out, it, it won't, won't have, have God. God, right? But in the sense of it, it's not claiming that Jesus is Lord, right? Right, And it is not pumping out pure truth. And it is something that will have more and more impact and influence. Right. And you will come up against it in the future. And you are seemingly smaller and more limited because you can't aggregate all of Earth's knowledge in a millisecond. However, you still are better. How much does that say about right. you in the eyes of God and in his way of creation? So do not be intimidated by what it can mm. do, but instead trust that God will put you, whether or not you're in the middle of using AI, he will, he will be using you to make huge impacts yes. on an eternal yes. scale. Amen. I want people to be encouraged. Yeah. I want people to be encouraged that God is in control of everything. So number one, so no matter what happens, no matter how this goes, how far this goes, Mm -hmm. if people start plugging like wires into their head, I I would hope that my Christian co-parts don't sit there and say that, oh, but we got to stay up with this. So I'm going to plug in too. Okay. We got to stop at some point. I can save a soul. Right. I I got, I got, I got, you know, marks of the beast (laughs) and all kinds of of things. Yeah. Look, y'all. Don't plug in. I'm I'm hesitant on even the whole virtual and and all this stuff, the metaverse and getting involved in that. Um, Yeah, okay, there's always a platform for everything, but when it starts to mess with creation, God created you beautifully how he wanted you. He created you good. We we, we don't met, when he says good, it's good. Mm -hmm. He did what he wanted to do, how he wanted to do it. He didn't say, okay, let's change this, this, this. Obviously, through other means, we know that that ain't right. We're not supposed right. to be something we're not. Right. Um, but I had a verse. Yeah. To, to wrap it right, Colossians one sixteen says, "For by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers of or authorities, 
all things were created through him and for him. We are going into a direction and God is using this to get him to where he needs to be for us to finally, finally be in the new heaven and new earth. Right. Amen. 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 So y'all, I know we pounded out a lot. What do you think? What have you heard about AI? What questions do you have? How are you already using it or not using it? What's your stance? We want to know. Right. And you can always check out citations for this at thepantrypodcast.com where we have all of those in the show notes and you can support the show so that we can you know, do more episodes like this, have more time to do yes. these kind of awesome research journeys that we did at patreon.com slash thepantrypodcast. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. The Pantry Podcast is also honored to be featured on the Edify app, Spark Radio, Spark Media on Uplifted and Eternity Ready Radio.